Welcome to a dialogue on accountability in the digital age. A dialogue with a global multi-stakeholder community representing national and local governments, international policymakers, civil society, NGOs, the ICT industry, as well as other relevant organizations and institutes. Welcome everybody. Uh, my name is Arthur van der Wees. I am a director in the uh, Institute for Future of Living together with my co-directors. Uh, in the backdrop here, Peace Palace in The Hague. Uh, currently I'm, um, I'm here in, in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. And with, uh, with us today, we have Sjaakruse uh, Brandau, uh, who is currently uh, in, in Hamburg from SES, uh, S SGS. And Sjaak uh, uh, and I know each other already for quite a long time. Uh, Shark, welcome. Really, uh, really happy that you are want to spend some time on in this dialogue and talk about uh, important topics. So, thank you very much. My name is Jacques Hulsebrandau. I'm with SGS, as, as you said, and uh, I'm global head of, of advocacy, um, looking into all the regulations and policies in the world um, from, from an SGS, from a TIC perspective, testing inspection certification, as we are the global leading testing inspection certification company. Yeah, very good. And as you know, uh, you were both in the first summit and the second summit, uh, and even you also have helped out in writing or, or co-writing the vision paper uh, 2020 we, we published in November last year. So thanks for that already. Um, and indeed, uh, of course, what we what I like uh, to talk, uh, always to talk with you about is to the, the how. Uh, the, the why is, is pretty clear to you and me and, and to more and more people, even though not to everybody. So we will talk about the why uh, later on this this dialogue, but uh, the, the how, unfortunately, we have been moving on a little bit in, uh, in the time scale. Uh, and I, I want to start with, uh, with that, if you, if you don't mind. Um, and and uh, if we're both in the, in the European Union, so, so let's, let, let's start there and then uh, scale out uh, and, and, uh, and the, whole, uh, the whole world is, of course, uh, important here in this topic. So, um, uh, we, you and I do quite a lot of uh, in Internet of Things, uh, uh, you know, cyber physical ecosystems, uh, physical, of course, you are doing quite a lot with SES, uh, digital, and then everything combined. Uh, and, and can you tell a little bit what you're doing and also what you are focusing on or what you are seeing uh, currently in, uh, in the European Union? So um, basically, I would like to start with the with the um, IoT, with the connected devices, um, because we see a lot of devices already connected today, um, but we expect um, many, many more in the near future. Uh, and there are different numbers in the market uh, between 50 and 200 billion of devices. Um, taking this into account um, and uh, looking at uh, different studies which have been published in the last years that most of those, uh, or at least a high percentage of those uh, connected devices are not um, designed to secure data or, or uh, information um, in, a, uh, in, a, in a proper way. So, um, and if you open up the daily press, uh, you nearly every day uh, read an article about another uh, vulnerable IoT device. And uh, this is something where we um, are asked all very often in, in, in the meanwhile from our customers, how, not how, but what do I need to implement to secure such devices to um, fulfill the requirements of the customers while fulfilling regulatory and policy requirements from different regions in the world? And this is something um, 
um, we try to contribute. We try to contribute in terms of uh, what is missing, um, missing in terms of uh, testing procedures, test methodologies, um, as we are used to conformity assessments um, in SGS. Um, why conformity assessments? Um, because uh, two parties usually define uh, requirements related to a certain topic. And uh, we as the third party are, um, are um, confirming that those requirements uh, are, um, have been uh, have been properly implemented or, or are um, um, are fulfilled. I think that's that's the main point. Um, from a from a cybersecurity perspective today, of course, there are plenty of of, of uh, facades we need to take into account. Um, I think from a from a um, corporate point of view. Um, many corporates understand or started to understand what is um, important from their assets perspective. So they look at their own assets, that they, they see ransomware attacks in the field, um, and they are trying to avoid to have a, a, bre a breakdown of the production facility, for example, um, not to be able to produce, because this is the, the, the worst um, situation a, com a company can have. Um, while they are missing to look at their suppliers, for example, or at devices which they are selling to their customers, um, because those are the 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 the, the, the loopholes for uh, adversary attacks um, to get into third-party networks, into their devices, to start uh, denial of service attacks, etc. So this is um, what um, we as a society, we as a community need to avoid in the future. Definitely, Jacques, totally agree. And indeed, uh, looking at own shoes is a good start, perhaps, but uh, it doesn't stop um, looking at your own shoes, indeed, in the, in the OT domain, uh, securing your own, uh, own asset. And, and quite a few uh, have, have not even done that, right? Uh, but uh, indeed, in a, in, a, in a connected, interconnected, and even hyper-connected world that we're moving towards, uh, it's just not uh, not a sustainable way. Uh, but of course, uh, who is going to invest uh, in things or pay more or less um, 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 when it's not your um, you, you believe is not your responsibility? And that's indeed where accountability comes in. Accountability is not uh, liability, and that we want to avoid that. It's uh, way more upstream. Um, it's uh, being uh, indeed uh, responsible for your own. Uh, uh, roles uh, within a, an ecosystem, but also co-accountable for all the connections with your, your peers or your partners or your vendors or your suppliers and your customers, uh, but also even co-accountable for the whole ecosystem, even though, again, it's not liable. Uh, and I think that's one of the things we are running into all the time, that if you talk about everybody agrees with accountability, uh, but as soon as they are, we talk about, yes, but you're also accountable for your ecosystem, including all the way upstream, and downstream, uh, then um, uh, it feels like there comes a sort of a legal perspective into the discussion that I think, yeah, but we're not liable for that. And, and uh, that is not even necessary. So how, how and I think as uh, what you are doing, uh, um, uh, you know, that is exactly where you could, um, and uh, I know you are helping out. Um, absolutely. Um, so what we are um, trying to support is, um, for example, the, the to initiate um, or to inspire corporates um, to take the ownership um, towards their 
um, towards their business partners. Um, and we do this, for example, in the chart of trust. Chart of Trust is, is, uh, is currently about 16 global corporates which, um, with, with really a global footprint um, involved in several supply chains with uh, hundreds of thousands of suppliers. And um, the idea is to generate an ecosystem play. So based on principles that everybody understands security by design, security by default. What does that mean for me? And what does that mean for my suppliers or for, for me as a supplier towards my customers? Um, and to have the same basis as a, the same understanding, um, I think that's important. Um, it's like, like, uh, um, like smart. What is smart? Smart is different for different people. So you need to talk about what means smart for a building, for example. And similarly, this is cybersecurity in the supply chain. This is different to different people. So the only way of solving this is sitting together, discussing it and uh, defining the requirements, which we all think is necessary to implement that we have a secure supply chain. And that's why we combined um, different perspectives, um, starting from a semiconductor, from semiconductor companies like NXP and Infineon, through uh, production companies, um, of products um, like Siemens or MHI um, via uh, communication companies uh, up to the backend systems um, from IBM, for example. Um, but the the idea is to to have diff these different perspectives from different parts of the supply chain in one group being discussed and. We agreed on, on, on uh, 17 baseline requirements, for example, and also agreed on whether there is a, if there is life at risk, then we need to certify it on a highest level because um, we all think it's, it's, it's necessary and worth it to, to, um, to demonstrate compliance in those high assurance uh, applications um, or high um, risk applications, I mean. So I think this is a, a starting point we are only 16 corporate corporates in this group, but it's uh, we we hope to 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 influence the suppliers in a positive way that they understand. Oh, if those guys are doing this on a global level, then um, corporate smaller companies, SMEs, even startups can take the accountability, the ownership to implement such uh, requirements also in their little domain, um, in their uh, in their supply chain. Yeah. Yeah, very good uh, 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 to, uh, to, to do that and very necessary uh, because it becomes a little bit more practical as well. Uh, and indeed, uh, leading the way without blocking, uh, uh, you know, competition or whatever, but also learning how can you do it in a cheap way, uh, get people on board with the huge companies, huge companies you just mentioned, it's a challenge by itself internally. Uh, each unit needs to be you know, explained or they need to try to uh, uh, to understand it themselves. And if the CEO says yes, doesn't mean everybody says yes as well, right? So uh, um, it's a really important uh, uh, part. And but also the principles that you are working on, that the, the Charter of Trust has also been, um, you know, one of the inspirational points that, that, that we are, have been using for accountability and, and, and our charter. Our charter is not um, focusing on particular um, measures uh, is just trying to to get an ecosystem uh, going uh, omni stakeholder even even further than only supply chain uh, especially you just mentioned the internet of things i i'm not if i'm not part of i'm not a customer and not a vendor 
I can still be uh, very much uh, exposed and be a victim or uh, in the other way uh, have a, a, a negative um, um, moment, uh, either big or small, um, uh, monetary uh, reputation, life, uh, safety, uh, very important topics. Um, um, and uh, but, yeah, we are, we are trying to, to figure out where accountability fits in best. And if you look at your 10 principles with the charge of trust, each of those already involves a huge amount, each, of, each separately already have accountability there in. And of course, then the overarching part. Um, so uh, yeah. how, how, um, yeah, how, how is accountability taken in by, uh, by, these, uh, uh, by these members in, in the current phase? Well, it's, uh, it's about the implementation. As I mentioned, um, security by default, security by design is, is, a, is a very good starting point. But of course, you need to have the knowledge in your company. So education is uh, a huge example, which can also be supported by several um, players in the field um, and need to be supported by, by uh, the governments. Um, and this is something which we also address towards um, governments in the world because um, we need to have that uh, knowledge not only in the in the cybersecurity specialist domain available. Um, those guys we need anyway, but uh, we need also the understanding of on, of cybersecurity requirements in marketing, in product development, in legal, in uh, in the advertisement. It, it is an added value if you implement cybersecurity features into your devices and services. So why not talk about it? Um, and if if uh, it, it is not um, it is not. Um, uh, um, if, if you market it, then customers will understand there is a difference between devices which are secure uh, against those devices which are not secure. So um, I think there, this market will, will evolve once uh, companies start talking about it and uh, promoting it. And this is something which uh, is uh, also from a demand perspective. So also the customer who is usually not capable of, of of uh, changing, uh, he's even not, he does even not understand the settings or how to change the settings of a device, even if it's implemented and can be changed, um, he would not understand. So he needs support. He needs easy to, uh, to, to handle devices from a cybersecurity perspective. Um, he also, we also need, and this is something which is completely missing at the moment, is the interoperability. Um, it's already difficult to have the interoperability between IoT devices in certain networks like smart homes, smart buildings, um, or between cars in a smart city. Um, this is not yet available. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm still struggling how to, to uh, that, that we are, are missing um, interoperability from a cybersecurity perspective, because of course, all these devices need to talk and, and all those services um, should talk together to have the added value of the connected world, but in a secure way and interoperable. So this is something we need to work on. This is a missing uh, missing point in the in the in the landscape, um, but it's one of of, of many uh, little puzzle uh, pieces we need to put together. And finally, we will hopefully finally we will have a, a nice picture yeah. of a tr trustworthy connected world, right? Yes, yes. <clears throat> on the, and also, of course, uh, uh, not only in the European Union but also in other countries. Uh, Lately in, uh, in India, uh, in the UK, in the US, 
you know, the similar uh, initiatives um, like um, uh, guidelines or standards, best practices or regulations are being developed uh, and, and tried and tested. Uh, what I like about most of them is that they are principle-based. These are frameworks, including also the, the European ones, uh, the GDPR, the RED radio equipment, uh, the, Cloud, the, the Cybersecurity Act. Uh, I can go on for, we, we talk about that a lot. Uh, now there, there, I think about 20 of these quite important regulations, but also standards. Uh, and loading them is, is what basically you are uh, just talk about. How, how do we make them uh, actionable? Uh, and, uh, and that means that, you know, um, if, 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 if you can make it work, uh, you also can, you know, market it abroad in, in other countries and basically to a large extent globally. Right? How, how, how is that one of the ways to try to um, make CEOs and other board members and but also uh, at the public sector um, to make them understand uh, it's not only important to protect but also it's a huge competitive advantage um absolutely so um i think there are different uh, aspects here one is um we need um level playing fields Com corporates and companies need level playing fields if they produce products for certain markets um, and they don't want to be blamed if they implement something for good and others um, do not implement those features uh, which is, because it costs money right um if we have a um, high amount of, of uh, functionalities or components being implemented, then it gets cheaper. It gets cheaper. Yeah. It's it's a market um, mechanism. Um, and if and I think everybody is uh, um, um, uh, not only able but also willing to pay a little extra, um, but be able to trust those devices and services. So the level playing field is a starting point, and that's why we need the frameworks. We need cybersecurity certification frameworks um, in all regions, and they need to be coherent even between the regions. Not only um, in Europe, we have, uh, as you mentioned, we have maybe 20 um, regulated regulations and policies in, 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 in Europe, which um, are not coherent yet, or at least they are about to, to get coherent in the near future, hopefully, um, that companies will be able to gain from other segments. So for example, if we have a, um, a good functionality in the financial world implemented like um, authentication processes, and this is something well known since decades, think about your credit cards, your payment cards, um, your banking uh, terminals um, in the shops. This is um, a perfectly uh, working uh, authentication process of, of your banking card, um, which is your card, right? It is dedicated to you as a person. And this is something which, of course, can be used in other authentication processes and other domains like automotive, like industrial, like uh, in buildings. And um, why should we need to, to, to invent the wheel for each segment again and again and again? So um, that's why we, of course, um, not of course, but we also um, promoted a meta framework, a, a the possibility of make you to, to make use of certificates from other domains um, in a certain application, um, yeah. and this is um, 
something uh, which which uh, should help the corporates to to leverage what is existing and not to start from scratch every time uh, again and again and again. So of course this comes along with um, with harmonization of regulation policies between the regions. So it does not make sense that if um, if we have a um, another authentication process in Europe, uh, different from the one in US or Brazil or Japan or in China. So basically, from a cybersecurity perspective, we are all in the same boat. We are all um, dealing with the same adversary attacks um, and need to 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 hinder um, um, the 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 attackers to be successful. So. Um, so why not work together? Why not um, harmonize those requirements uh, and not uh, not make a difference um, between those? Right. Uh, I think this is uh, very important, also between governments. Um, and uh, we, as the industry, um, are um, interested to support this, to support the the demand from the industry. Um, and maybe there's a nice example if we talk about Industry 4.0. This is not really the case today, right? So we are talking a lot since years, but uh, what is who who really um, implemented already the, uh, such kind of 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 of, of uh, um, services? So th this would mean that machines and suppliers and customers um, in the in the business uh, environment they they talk to each other in a secure way through uh, cross border. So um, maybe the um, development uh, is in Europe, the production is in Asia, the customers in the US or in Brazil. So those devices are talk to each other, those in industrial devices, right? Um, and there shouldn't be any encryption, different encryptions, regional encryptions be hindering to uh, communicate in a secure way. Um, and that's why it's it's very important that uh, governments talk to each other. And I appreciate also the initiative of the OECD in this in this domain um, to propose, or they they are currently working on a recommendation of uh, related to secure products. Um, and of course, this is related to the to the associated services. And and it is a proposal, it's a recommendation to. To the um, I think currently 37 member states of, of, of the OECD, but of course it's beyond. It's um, it's a recommendation to to many more governments and uh, um, to implement those um, principles into their own legislation. Yeah, yeah, and it also is it 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 it, it is it perfectly mimics also the way uh, the institutes uh, uh, our institute for accountability digital age is uh, trying to help out, right? We, we're looking local, uh, boots on the ground, uh, small examples or do, do it ourselves. Um, and then uh, scaling it up to regions, uh, federations, unions, uh, countries, of course, uh, and uh, um, uh, supranational uh, and also global approach. Uh, this is also beyond even governments nowadays in, in the digital world. Um, uh, and and to that, uh, uh, working towards uh, uh, closing the dial this dialogue, uh, Jacques, uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm very interested to to hear where you think, you know, the institute itself uh, can uh, can play a role, or where we should, you know, um, yeah, um, uh, what we could do uh, in the next uh, quarter or or or, or year, um, uh, because you know us quite well, so I'm quite interested to hear your recommendations. Um, 
Well, um, I think the 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 main um, the main goal should be to generate trust, to generate trust into our connected world, um, to um, to give this trust to the consumer, because only if the consumer sees an added value of these of this connected world and really receives that and, and gain from that value, then um, everybody would would uh, or will um, will win in this context. So the rest is is um, how to make it happen. And I think the, the Institute is a perfect, uh, a perfect um, um, platform to discuss what is missing, where are the gaps, where we need to work on, where's, where, where, we did, where, where do we, not, uh, we need to put research into uh, and money into, where, we, where should we need to invest? Um, and the second one is maybe to act fast. I think this is, as I mentioned in the beginning, just to, to, to close this round, um, we expect billions of connected IoT devices. And we need to define the, the governance today, what need to be implement, uh, implemented, how do those, uh, how uh, can those connected devices work together in a secure way, in a trustworthy way? Um, because new technology is upcoming. Think about artificial intelligence. We think, we, we see artificial intelligence in the edge, in the, in the connected devices themselves. So how to deal with that? This is on top, right? This is uh, independent from, from uh, or we, we expect that those devices uh, communicate in a secure way and exchange data and personal information in a secure way. But of course, we need to think then how these, uh, this data is used and, and AI with all the algorithms and, uh, and underlying data um, can be assessed and, and can, be, um, can be assessed in a way that, that we also trust such kind of new technology in our connected world. Yeah, um, no, very good, Shark. No, I agree. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, um, and 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 um, I think we are in a we are in a good way. We are also in a good way of defining the assurance processes or the the assurance behind those um, those risks. Um, talking about the risks themselves on the on the impact of of those uh, associated risks, um, and then um, define jointly. Um, how to how what to implement what needs to be implemented how to assess it and then um, to demonstrate also to our partners in other countries in other regions um, that this is something we think is good right we trust and then hopefully they take it over they also implement it and and we come to a, a, a trustworthy um, connected world yeah. Very good, uh, Jacques. Yeah, thanks for um, for that. We will have a lot of stuff to uh, to work on. Indeed, the speed is definitely essential um, because tech technology and developments in tech technology definitely do not wait for our uh, to end our discussions and to uh, come up with implementations. I have a couple of other questions for you, but uh, I will uh, pause for now. Thank you very much, uh, Jacques, for being here and uh, looking forward to continuing the dialogue. Uh, and uh, see you later. Same to me. Thank you very much.